Hi, I'm Malachi, pastor and founder of Life's Word Ministry, along with my beautiful wife, Christine. Welcome to our podcast. We hope that what you hear will enrich, enhance, and encourage your life in a very special way. It is our endeavor to share a word with you that will help you to live hope and change. And now here's today's podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of LWM Podcast. I am your host, Pastor Malachi. I just want to say thank you to each and every one of you that have subscribed to our podcast. You've shared our podcast and you've stated that it has blessed you in so many different areas in your life. That really warms my heart. And thank you. I appreciate that so very much. It means a lot to us that you are following us and you're sharing the podcast with others. I I can't thank you enough. Wait, what's that? Oh, no. Uh, Sounds like a little flashback going on. Oh, it's 1970. What's happening, baby? Come on in the room. I got something I want to show you. (laughs) It must have something to do with today's topic. That soundtrack certainly does have something to do with today's podcast. The year was 1970. The show was called Taboo. It was a pornographic show, something that I never watched, I was never interested in, but I did research in order to bring that into today's show because pornography is the new drug today. Everything has something to do with porn today, whether it's soft porn, hardcore porn, gay porn, lesbian porn, bisexual porn. There's so many areas that it's hitting. Well, today, even in the church, there are a lot of people that's struggling with pornography So the question was asked, is watching pornography with my spouse or with my wife a sin? First off, let me ask this question. Why would you want to if you are a Christian? Think on that for a minute. Why would you want to watch pornography with your wife or alone if you were a Christian? With all of the commonness of the internet and the ongoing lowering of society's moral standards. Pornography is becoming an ever-present reality for many people in the world today. What really gets me the most is that even Christian couples sometimes wonder if pornography can have a redeeming factor if it is viewed with a spouse as part of their private relationship. Redeeming? Seriously? If your relationship with your spouse A Christian relationship, I might add, has deteriorated in such a way that you now need the quote unquote redeeming power of pornography to save it and not the redeeming power of Christ. Then you have lost all hope already. Hear me on this. There are some Christian couples today that feel the need 
to spice things up in their relationship and have discovered that watching pornography together increases their enjoyment of their own sexual relationship. My God, help us here. Has it really come to this? That Christian couples need to watch other people that are not Christians for one and two are not married to the other person in order to stimulate or increase their own sexual relationship. Let me remind many of you of something right here and right now. We know that lust is condemned in the scriptures. Job 31 and 1 says, I have made a covenant with my eyes. Why then should I look upon a young woman? And other translation is, is why should I look upon a virgin? Job was married. We know Job. We know the story of Job. But he says, I've made a covenant with my eyes. Have you made a covenant with your eyes, those of you that are married? Matthew 5.28 says, but I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. So if you've already looked at that woman in a lustful way, you've already committed adultery in your heart, the Bible says. People have asked if the sexual relationship is limited to a husband and a wife. Is watching pornography with a spouse wrong? And my question to this is, what makes the sexual relationship limited to a husband or wife? What is it that's apparently missing in that relationship that would make a Christian couple ask this question? And one does not even have to be a Christian for me to ask the same question of them. But I already know the answer to those that are not Christian. It's sin. So let me answer the original question. Is watching pornography with my spouse a sin? Emphatically, yes. Yes, for so many reasons. Viewing pornography is a sin, even when viewed with one's spouse. Let me help you with this here. First of all, visual pornography takes a sacred, intimate union and makes it a spectator sport. Did you hear me? Visual pornography takes what's sacred, an intimate union, and makes it a spectator sport. Pornography, by definition, involves at least two unmarried people engaging in illicit sexual behavior in front of a camera. Now, let me pause right here and say, if you and your spouse want to film what you do in your own bedroom, that's up to you. But you do know that those things have a way of hunting you later. I'm not one to film anything that goes on in my bedroom. God designed this intimacy for a husband and a wife only. Matthew 19, four through five says, and he answered and said to them, have you not read that he who made them at the beginning made them male and female and said, for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. Ephesians 5, 31 says, therefore, 
A man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. What do you think the translation here or the interpretation is when he says become one flesh? It's called sexual relations. That's what it means when he says the two shall become one flesh. Man on man cannot become one flesh. Woman on woman cannot become one flesh. Man and woman fits together like a puzzle, a well-designed, intimate relationship designed by God. You know what it's like trying to put together a puzzle where pieces don't fit together? Well, when you find that piece that fits perfectly, your picture's going to come out perfectly. Sexual acts are by nature private. At least they should be. You know what's happening here? You're abusing God's design when you harden your hearts to such a degree that you commit such private acts in front of spectators or for those viewing on the Internet who enjoy watching pornography are participating in that abuse. Romans 1.32 can be applied to this because it describes the downward moral spiral of those who oppose God. Who, knowing the righteous judgment of God, that those who practice such things are deserving of death, not only do the same, but also approve of those who practice them. Your sexual relations with your spouse is an intimate act designed by God, not to be shared for all the world to see. Another negative aspect of watching pornography with a spouse is you are inviting strangers into your bedroom. Everything we do, everything we say, everything we watch has a spiritual connection. What this does, it creates a virtual threesome. While you may never think of participating in a menage a trois in the flesh, you are doing so in your minds. Watching pornography with your spouse is a form of virtual adultery. It's as if you're saying to your spouse, well, you're not sexy enough. So I have invited a sexier stranger into our home to help things along. The spouses may be touching each other's body, but they are visually touching the bodies of adulterous strangers on the screen. Think about it. You're in the room with your spouse. You're watching these videos. You are touching one another. You're seeing what's going on the screen, but in your minds and virtually you're committing adultery. Nothing about that is pleasing to the Lord. Jesus said, blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. You cannot remain pure at heart and remain pure enough to see God by letting such vile pornographic images into your life and into your heart. Pornography, as I said, is the new drug today. And the third and most obvious reason that watching pornography is always wrong, whether you're alone or with your spouse, is that the motivation to do so is lust. Colossians 3, 5 says, put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you? What's earthly in you? He says, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire and covetousness, which is idolatry. Let me repeat what Matthew 5.28 says, but I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with 
lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Lust is an overwhelming desire for something God has forbidden. Proverbs 625 says, do not lust after her beauty in your heart, nor let her allure you with her eyelids or eyelashes. Lust is seeing the nakedness of other people as a requirement to desire sex with one's spouse. That's lust. To watch pornography is to invite sexual demons into your bedrooms. Watching pornography is giving Satan permission to infiltrate your thinking and damage our hearts and call dirty what God calls very good. Genesis 126, the A clause. Then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Genesis 131. Then God saw everything that he had made and indeed, it was very good. Everything that God created was very good. The devil has turned it around for dirty, for nasty, for unclean. He turns what God has created for us to enjoy, and he's turned it around and made it unclean. There are parameters for sex that God designed for our safety and our well-being. And they are to guard our families and our hearts. God expects for us to exercise self-control in every area of our life, including sexuality. Proverbs 25, 28 says, A man without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls. And 1 Corinthians 7 and 9 says, But if they cannot exercise self-control, they should marry. For it is better to marry than to burn with passion. Paul understood that if you can't keep yourself, if you can't exercise self-control with that young woman, with that young man that you're dating, then it is better for you to get married. For it is better to marry them than to burn with passion. If you can't hold it, you can't control yourself, then you need to get married. When we allow lust, sexuality, or any desire to control us, we have handed over the lordship of our lives to something other than Jesus. If the sexual act must be considered dirty and pornographic for it to be appealing, then it has already been stripped of its God-given purpose, which is the holy union of a husband and wife. You heard those expressions. Oh, talk dirty to me. It's dirty, baby. We're going to get dirty. Let's get dirty. Talk dirty to me, daddy. Talk dirty to me. If that right there has to be something to be considered appealing for you to be sexually aroused, then you've already ruined its God-given purpose. It is a clear sign that our sexual priorities have gone away when there is a strong desire to watch pornography. You know, Sexual excitement has become more important than spiritual intimacy and emotional correctness or even honoring each other when we desire to watch pornography. And you know what's really sad? Oftentimes in the home, one spouse pushes the idea of viewing porn on the other so much so that they agree simply to keep the peace in the home. But this violates 
God's command in Ephesians 5.21 to submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Christ would never ask someone to enjoy and to participate in the very sin that he died for. Husbands, you cannot use Ephesians 5.22 to make your wives do what is unpleasing to God. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. You cannot use that scripture like that. It wasn't intended for that purpose, men. And a husband who loves his wife, like Christ loves the church, would never encourage her to participate in such demeaning activities. Ephesians 5.25, husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. You are to love her, respect her, and honor her. You're to cherish her. You're to protect her heart and requesting of her to do activities that are not pleasing to God is not loving her. Wanting her to watch pornography is not godly. There are healthier ways in which to reconnect with a spouse than to invite sin into the relationship. Watching pornography with anyone, including a spouse, is sinful. Why? Because it displeases God. You cannot please God and man because it's not going to mix. It's not going to work. You can't do it. There are 14 mind-blowing statistics that I found in doing some research. And these were just amazing to me. 14 mind-blowing porn statistics. These are statistics that I found on these different resources sites. Number one, porn sites receive more regular traffic than Netflix, Amazon, and Twitter combined each month. That was from the HuffPost. Number two, 35% of all internet downloads are porn related. That came from the web root. Number three, 34% of internet users have been exposed to unwanted porn via ads, pop-ups, etc. Number four, people who admit to having extramarital affairs were over 300% more likely to admit consuming porn than those who have never had an affair, according to a 2004 study in Social Science Quarterly. 300%. Number five, at least 30% of all data transferred across the internet is porn-related. Number six, in 2013, John Millward conducted the largest personal research study on porn industry in U.S. history. He interviewed 10,000 porn performers about various aspects of the business. 10,000 porn performers in 2013. The most common female role stated in porn titles is that of women in their 20s portraying teenagers. Number seven, recorded child sexual exploitation, known as child porn, is one of the fastest growing online businesses, Internet Watch Foundation said. Number eight, 
innocent justice. 624,000 child porn traders have been discovered online in the U.S. Between 2005 and 2009, child porn was hosted on servers located in all 50 states. Association of Site Advocating Child Protection. Number 10, porn is a global estimated $97 billion industry with about $12 billion of that coming from the United States, NBC News. Number 11, in 2016 alone, more than, check this, 4,599,000,000 hours of porn were consumed on the world's largest porn site. I don't know how they're going to give you that porn site. Number 12, 11 pornography sites are among the world's top 300 most popular internet sites. The most popular site at number 18 outranks the likes of eBay, MSN, and Netflix. Number 13, lesbian was the most searched for porn term in the world's largest free porn site in 2018. And number 14, the world's largest free porn site also received over 33,500,000,000 site visits during 2018 alone. Oh my God. Can you see where our world is headed? Where our society is going? 1 Thessalonians 4, 3 through 7 says, It is God's will that you should be sanctified, that you should avoid sexual immorality, that each of you should learn to control your own body in a way that is holy and honorable, not in passionate lust like the pagans who do not know God, and that in this manner no one should wrong or take advantage of a brother or sister. The Lord will punish all those who commit such sins. As we have told you and warned you before, for God did not call us to be impure, but to live a holy life. This scripture and verse is so relevant today, just as it was when it was written. And we can apply this truth to the concept of watching pornography with our spouse. God calls us to be holy and pornography is unholy. Therefore, pornography is never God's desire for us to be involved with for any reason. So is watching pornography with your spouse a sin? Are you addicted to porn? Have you had desires to watch porn? You can be set free today. God wants you to be free of that sexual bondage. And if you have a desire to be freed from that sexual bondage, and there's many people in the church that are addicted to pornography. One famous person, and he's already testified, already been interviewed by Oprah Renfrey, is Frank Kirkland. He was addicted to porn singing the gospel, preaching the gospel, and addicted to pornography. If God can deliver him 
Why can't God deliver you? If you'd like to be free today, pray with me. Heavenly Father, I come to you admitting that I am a sinner in need of rescuing. Right now, I choose to turn away from sin and the sexual desires of pornography. And I ask you to cleanse me of all unrighteousness. I desire to be set free right now. I believe that your son, Christ Jesus, died on the cross to take away my sins. I also believe that he rose again from the dead so that I might be forgiven of my sins and made righteous through faith in him. I call upon the name of Jesus Christ and confess him to be my Lord and Savior of my life. Jesus, I choose to follow you and I ask you to fill me with the power of the Holy Spirit. I declare that right now I am a child of God and I receive your love. I am free from sin and sexual desires of watching pornography and I am full of the righteousness of God. I am saved in Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed this prayer to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior, I welcome you to the family of God. From this moment on, strive to live a life that is of love and a life pleasing to God. It's not going to be easy. Every day is going to be a challenge for you. But I trust and believe that God has forgiven you and you will be victorious in your walk. I would love for you to write to me and share your story of faith and let me know that you said yes to Jesus today. Email me at lifeswordministry at gmail.com. And please find a good church home that teaches from the word of God so that you can grow in your faith. And be sure to subscribe and follow us right here on LWM Podcast every single week. For God loves you and I do too. concludes our podcast for today through one podcast at a time we are helping you to rise up and overcome many of the world's perplexing problems remember to love god love yourself and love others thank you for subscribing and sharing our podcast with others until next time i'm pastor malachi